the Motorhead Podcast, episode number 17. Uh, as always, you can listen at podcast.promoterhead666.com or search Promoterhead on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. We've also just launched our Patreon campaign, and you can subscribe at patreon.com slash promoterhead for as little as $1 a month. You get extended episodes, bonus videos, music downloads, t-shirts, Promoterhead, uh, Promoterhead show passes, and plenty more. Um, yeah, we got two bands in the studio today. How's it going, everybody? It's going hey. well. Yeah. Going all right. <laughs> Why don't we go around the room, introduce yourselves, starting on my left. I'm Kyle Paradis. I play bass guitar in the band Volanis. I also play bass guitar for a borderline metal band out of Salem, Mass, called I Was Awake. Hey, I'm Nick. Uh, I'm the vocalist for Volanis. Hi, I'm Mike. I play drums in the Big Sway. Hi, I'm Jim from Volanis. I play guitar and video games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tim from Volanis. I also play drums in some other bands and bass in another band. <laughs> I don't feel like going through them. There's just too damn many. There's a lot. <laughs> hey, it's Johnny Mac. You already know who I am. But yeah, I'm Anthony on a new mic here from uh, the podcast and Graviton. Drumming for that. Hey, I'm Joe from the Big Sway. I also play bass in Los Bangalitos. Sweet. Got another full house here this week. Or this episode, rather. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what's going on? Why don't we start off with a little bit of background on... Since we got Villainous going first, why don't we talk about you guys, like how you met, how you got together. Um, so, some of us are from uh, Haverhill originally, and then uh, Tim and I met at UMass Lowell. Um, and then we were in a, a previous band together called The Turn, which Jim also is a founding member of. <laughs> Uh, so we've been friends for a while through that kind of music scene. And then this project started through uh, another band, other bands kind of like ending. And basically, I think like, I was like, I need to get back into the, the music scene. Uh, I, would, I had a band then previously, like I said, and, and basically, I was like just ready to try something again. Uh, asked Jim if you know, he had anything going on and a previous bassist, uh, Ali, <coughs> it's a fish. Um, and then we uh, <laughs> we uh, we asked uh, you know uh, Tim to be our drummer uh, one Christmas party, and then uh, shortly thereafter uh, we were about to do stuff. We asked Kyle to come on board. So right I on. said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nick must have got to me when I was drunk. Yeah. Well, well, I pressured you into Christmas it. parties. <laughs> I was like. I was like, I knew he was in, you know, so many other bands, but I was just like, we're not going to do much. And I think we had a very... <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's music to my 2018's <laughs> been pretty busy, but otherwise... Otherwise, yeah. Yeah, yeah you guys just uh, recently put out an EP. Is that right? That's correct. We uh, did, yeah. We were tracks. Yeah, we recorded that um, at the Bridge in Cambridge, uh, which is a very cool studio. And, uh, yeah, that... Um, I guess that was in f fall of 2016 that we tracked that, oh, um, okay. but we we kind of stumbled onto some uh, a deal on recording time there and um, kind of got that done um, really sooner, I think, than we had expected to and uh, sat on it for a little while because we wanted to get the rest of our act together as far as having art and shirts and the whole thing, yeah. which I've 
never bothered to do in any band I was ever in before. It was always like, oh, you're we got like 12 minutes of material. We're totally ready to play shows. <laughs> and this is the first time I've really made sure not to do that. And I'm glad that we did it that way, though it was a little... It was a little long in the making, but I'm I'm happy we did it that way. Nice. So, um, what do you guys have? Do you have uh, are you working on new material beyond the EP, or have, have another release too? Or so uh, we have a, a few other songs we actually tracked, but they just like thematically didn't fit um, for the EP. And then we have a couple others that we were tracking actually with uh, Kyle um, as the engineer, and then. Um, so we have some stuff that you know we're we're still working on. Uh, then we have some new songs we were we're trying to get done and uh, get it done. And we have another show. We've we've been playing a few shows recently, but we have just uh, one more coming up uh, right now. Um, in like a week. Is it? Yeah, the the seventh of Brian's with Hexus right on. and somebody so secret that I don't even know yet. But yeah, it's so secret. Someone that Aaron's excited about anyway. Oh, we actually know who it is. No, I, I don't know who it is. <laughs> the, promoter, the promoter does. Oh, like, so he knows. He's excited about yeah. it. But I have no idea. It's like who TBD it is. is fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to be pretty sick. <laughs> It's Metallica playing <laughs> Load <laughs> <laughs> and select cuts from Reload. It's Godsmack <laughs> playing Voodoo. Oh, that would be, dude, that would be amazing. <laughs> My next door neighbor growing up was like Sully's best friend in elementary school. And like he would come over for Fourth of July parties and stuff. And he always tried to get me to meet him. Like, you want to meet Sully? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I once I once worked in a uh, in a restaurant kitchen, uh, the, well for the Haverhill people, the Chicken Connection. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. where Fitzy burned yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, I was there. I was there. Anyways, uh, one time Fitzy and I were actually both in the kitchen working, and the owner runs back. He's like, "Zoli's, yeah, you want to go meet him?" And we're like, "No." We're and Fitzy and Fitzy burned himself to get out of meeting yeah. Sully. Yeah. <laughs> derpy, derpy, derpy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got free tickets to see Metallica and Godsmack when I was like a freshman in college and I went because I like Metallica and uh, they were front row at the garden and I sat down because during Godsmack because I don't like them and then Sully made it a point to point me and my friends out that we were sitting down. We were the only ones in the arena sitting down so we flipped them <laughs> off and then the next day at UMass Lowell I had friends of mine come up to me in the lunchroom and be like, yeah, you guys were on the Jumbotron at TD Garden flipping off the singer from Guns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We were like 18, so we couldn't drink, so we had like, you know, Diet Cokes and chicken fingers <laughs> like just on our laps, and we were flipping them off. So oh that's like... It's the most noteworthy thing I've ever done. <laughs> you should have used that it. to like introduce yourself at the I beginning. I thought, it, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I knew we were going to eventually get to Godsmack. So. <laughs> uh, I w- really wish I was recording during the the round of voodoo. Mm. <laughs> Unfortunately, the uh, podcast listeners are just going to have to imagine what that might have sounded like. Could have mixed it in surround. It could have gotten real weird. Oh, dude, Ooh. just starting throwing that all over the place. Can yeah. we just have the? In the, the the that that beat as like the bed on repeat for this entire podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big sway. Hi. You guys have been around for how long now? Uh, going through our eleventh year. That's absurd. At this point, yeah. I remember. I remember seeing. Yeah, I remember. Like, I was still at UMass Lowell when I first 
heard about you guys, and I'm you know seeing like show flyers around, and then eleven years later, still doing it, still plugging away, still plugging away, still here. How did you guys get <laughs> get started? Uh, well, Tim Zuko and I, um, Tim's our guitar player. Him and I grew up in the same town, and kind of were always in bands around each other, and just got to know each other through that whole scene, and decided to start a band, and. That's it. We've been through a handful of drummers. Finally found one we liked. Hey. That's Mike. <laughs> um, yeah, and just plugging away, trying to make cool records and uh, play good shows. Right on. Yeah. And you guys played the uh, 13th floor last... You just did a little Weekend Warrior run. Yep. Uh, Thursday we were down in Brooklyn at a place called Muchmores um, with our friends Giga Herbs uh, from Staten Island. And um, Ellis Ashbrook, who we know from Providence and Somerville, and they've since uh, moved down to Brooklyn. So we like to hang out with them down there. Um, yeah, last night was with the Greys. They are a really amazing funk band from Western Mass. Um, and Lush Honey, pretty much the same description. Yep. Really tight, funky band from Western Mass. And again, Giga Herbs from uh, Staten Island, they came up to join us. That was at 13th Floor. Brian was there, not working, which <laughs> I'm sure once. he appreciated. Yeah, because he's the birthday boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I turned 30 yesterday. Congratulations, good God! It's all downhill from here, bro. I, I, I'm very aware. My life is basically over. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Do, guys, do you have kids can, yet? No, it's not over yet. Nope. You're gonna start. <laughs> you're gonna worse. start getting hair in funny places <laughs> and start thinking about girls and stuff. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, and you guys have done, um, you've done like a, 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 a Strange Creek and, and a Wormtown and all that. We did. We did our time at Strange Creek. I think uh, for for eight years we did both the spring, Ooh. the spring and the fall festivals. So we've done sixteen of those festivals Jesus. consecutively. Um, it was it was a great run. It's yeah. it's it's an amazing time. It's yeah. it's a wild scene, and. Uh, but I don't know. I think we had to take a little bit of a break from it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where we're at now. Just too much. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot, you know, and it takes a lot to um, to contribute to a festival that size the way they want a band to contribute. You're doing takes like a mul- lot multiple of sets energy. and like long sets and stuff like that. Yeah. And also the promotion and the, uh, the ticket sale element gotcha. is um, it's kind of a killer. You know, you put all your energy that you have really for a big chunk of the year into promoting this one thing. You're inviting your friends to come to a show that costs $120 to get into. Oof. And it's like, that's a tough sell. And I don't like having to do that. You know, it's <laughs> like air. eight years of doing that kind of, it was a lot, yeah. you know? So I was going to say, I've, I, I live in green. I've lived in Greenfield like most of my life and I have not once been to either of those festivals. <laughs> well, and, uh, you know, not, not anything musically, but, Mostly just like 120 bucks is pretty yeah. crazy for a ticket. It I mean, is crazy. I'm, I'm sure it's totally justified given the number of bands and how much work goes into that. They have good sized bands in there too. They so. do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They got, I've, yeah. Even this year, I was like checking out the lineup and yeah, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. But I, uh, I just, I can't, I can't spring 120 bucks for a, for one show. Like, it's tough. Yeah. Well, let's see. 2016, um, my other group, Los Bungalitos, as you remember, played at RPM Fest, yes, and um, 
That was a that was a breath of fresh air for me. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Thirty bucks? Yeah, thirty uh, bucks to like, get in. I think like twenty twenty five advance and thirty thirty at the door maybe for the three day for a three day pass. And bear pong. And bear pong. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Bear pong. If you guys, bear pong is beer pong, but you have six giant trash cans and two dodgeballs, and you're just throwing them into you know. It's incredible. Beer pong. It turned into like a full contact sport at the festival, though. <laughs> and we, I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody at like two in the morning basically just charged through all the barrels. Do you <laughs> have to chug a barrel's worth of beer if you get the <laughs> dodgeball in? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Okay. <laughs> That's not true, but I'm going to say yes because it sounds I mean, cool. You, you can certainly attempt it. We won't stop you. <laughs> okay. And you have to drink it out of the disgusting trash can that it's been sitting well, in all I day. I mean, ob- obviously. In the hot sun. Yeah. No, totally. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, maybe we'll talk about RPM later on. I mean, yeah. We talk about RPM every goddamn episode. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> never... Every, yeah, like, May is the time. Yeah, May is the time. I mean, I think next episode is really... We're, we'll it's probably actually have one. a lineup announcement and, yeah. like, mm-hmm. a ticket on sale date and all that stuff. Cool. So. Get ready, all you fine handful, dozen or so listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're growing. We're getting yeah. there. Yeah. All right, cool. We've been, uh... Well, these yeah. these shows become a document, right? Do you host them and uh, do they do they stay posted online? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We have, we have the entire history of the Promoter Head podcast since the first episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. All the videos and of, of the bands that have played so far. Too. Yep. All sorts of good back catalog material to explore. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, yeah, if you've never listened, I highly check recommend checking out every one of our past episodes. They're all there's some fucking gems in there. <laughs> Some absurd episode titles. Yep. Smooth Poopins. Smooth Poopins. That was a, that was a <laughs> classic episode. <laughs> yeah, you guys oh, were, Glory Hole Whack-A-Mole. Yep. Another good one. Great one. <laughs> Highly recommended. Uh, yeah, you guys were asking earlier about, like, can we swear on this? And uh, Yes. Yeah, just based on our episode titles alone. Yeah. No fucking way. No fucking way. If this episode <laughs> isn't named after a lyric in the seminal Godsmack song Voodoo, I'll be a little disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Why? Why God? Why God smack? What? How did that? Why not? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, this seems to be a bit of an obsession. I don't know. There's been a lot of well, God smack. Well, I think I mean, the you guys are all from more. that neck of the woods too. Yeah. I think that has something to do <laughs> yeah. with it. It's like this person still lives among you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still think, ruining like, lives. Like, everyone has like that story with them. Like sort of like stained around here. Yes, it's exactly. like for yeah, us, everyone like, like, oh yeah, stained. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. My, every, my uncle's best friend's cousin. Basketball said, uh, with Sully. Before. Yeah, everyone. I, everyone. <laughs> everyone I went to middle school with smoked weed with Sully, even though we're like thirty or like we're like I don't know twenty years his junior. And then like, <laughs> everyone like my buddy in like sixth grade. Yeah, I smoked weed with Sully. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sick dude. Yeah. yeah. I played hockey with them on like at, at Hockey Town in Saugus. Right. Oh my god. That fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> still there. Jesus. Are the boards still, still the most painful thing ever to get I, hit? I've into? never I've never been on an ice skate, so I couldn't tell <laughs> yeah. you. That place I'm gonna sucked. say probably yes. I mean it's Saugus. I doubt they like classed up the joint. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <sighs> I can only I'm just picturing Sully being like 40 something and like hanging out in middle school smoking with a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah, that's like now I'm just like, oh wow, that no, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> I wonder if that's, I wonder how far from the truth that is. I'm probably very, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's like five foot 
nothing, so he could probably really? bl- he can probably pass for like a middle schooler. <laughs> it's weird, like until you meet somebody like that in person, you don't realize like like if he's really seriously like five five feet tall. Yeah, he's not very tall. I'm five foot four, so I'm like. I, I always just imagine, like, you know, lead singers of bands being super fucking tall sure. dudes and shit. You know, seeing them on stage and all that. But I, I met uh, Wayne Static once <laughs> when I was, like, 13 or 14. It was before he died, right? Before, yeah. Okay. After, <laughs> after, <laughs> after he... <laughs> I just met his corpse. Okay. Um, but that dude, that dude's only, like, fi- was, like, only, like, 5'2". It was just his giant thing? spike of hair that made him seem six feet tall. Yeah. He was pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh God! Uh, this Warm is, me up. <laughs> this is going to be the. Uh, Did you say warming up? Warm me up. A oh, warm me up. Is that because you're cold? You're so cold. It is. It is actually. <laughs> it is actually cold in here. Uh, this entire. I think this episode is just going down the terrible new metal train. Uh, That's how every one of our band practices ends yep. up going too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd like to um, offer that that's not how Big Sway practice goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's why you guys get invited to Strange Creek and we don't. <laughs> I, could, I would love to see a grind band at, at Strange Creek. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Nobody else would. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> nobody would, at Strange Creek I would personally would have that. a great time doing that <laughs> to them. The only, other band, <laughs> the, the only other band I know of that like regularly plays Strange Creek is the drummer in my other band, um, uh, Sean Cahalan, plays drums in Mother Ton. Okay. And I'm like, the, based on that kind of music, I'm like, people go to see that band because they're just like kind of hippie funk. I'm like, I, I can't imagine anyone liking a pseudo grind band <laughs> Sean would probably enjoy it probably yeah hi like, Sean it's uh it's it's weird that the, you can get people in bands like that that are also metal heads and it's like yeah kind of, yeah it's it's surprising that you'll 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 find those people in, in bands like that sometimes like closet metal heads playing yeah. in 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 other styles sure yeah. yeah I feel like metal heads tend to be a little more like more open minded musically than the average casual music fan it's either they're really open-minded or they're not at all, and they're yeah, like the worst people. That's fair. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Especially on the black metal side of things. Yep. Oh, yeah. Or thrash. People. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Fucking, Fucking every uh, thrash serious, bro. Yeah. Everything's, yeah, all thrash. <laughs> no fun allowed. Like, dude, nope. did you ever listen to, like, the first five Anthrax records? Like, <laughs> there's nothing serious about that at all. And it rules. <laughs> but, like, they're clearly having fun. Yeah. It's yeah. like... And you get bands like SOD and you know and yeah. municipal waste and stuff that's like there's nothing serious about any of those bands, but why do the fans take that shit so seriously? I don't mm, I don't get that. that. Me neither. And it's it sucks playing in a thrash band where you like half of your fan base is like that and you're just like kinda like I don't I don't like any of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad that you like my band. Yeah, th- so th- thanks for coming out. Yeah. Don't thanks talk for coming to out. me. Exactly. <laughs> 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 or it's it sometimes it shows we'll have people like they'll say something like like they'll make some ridiculous statement like you're about to agree with them and you're like no that's totally wrong like or they'll be talking to me they'll be talking to me about like uh, uh, like really obscure thrash bands like oh you obviously like this band I'm like I have no idea who the fuck that is (laughs) (laughs) I guess this might be a good time to take a quick break and we'll uh, cue up a tune yeah from you know we haven't recorded them yet but we will hear something from the live sessions pretty soon. Well, so we're like in the future right now? 
Yeah, man. Yeah, Whoa. that's crazy. Um, why don't we why don't we kick it off with a Volanis tune? Uh, you guys you guys have one that you're gonna play? We have several that we're gonna <laughs> play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got one in particular you wanna you wanna intro uh, or talk about? Well, we don't know which one we're gonna play well yet. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. All right, we'll we'll go with that. Um, here's Volanis. Check it out. We'll be back in a bit. I think we made the decision to play Virginia in that spot, even though we didn't really make that call before we played it. But now we, now we, now yeah, we know Virginia's what's wrong. for uh, Virginia's for lovers, not Nazis. Uh, we put that on a um, a compilation we were asked to be a part of. You can find it on Bandcamp. But do you want to talk? Uh, it's called the Trevor Project. Yeah. Um, for the LGBTQ youth. Um, so yeah, we were really proud to just be on that compilation and we kind of, we chose that one because it was a little bit more like a uh, punk compilation. Um, so the song kind of matches that a little bit more. Uh, but, but the song's really about, um, the Charlottesville, um, Tiki Torch Nazis and how much they suck. <laughs> so, and, uh, my, my wife is, uh, from the South. She, uh, she has a lot of family in Virginia. We go to Virginia often. And so... I I felt you know uh, had to had to say something about it. So. Right on. So. I I can imagine that's like are you are you from that same area in Virginia? Or I mean, so we actually we actually often vacation in Charlottesville. Okay, um, where her mother is, and she actually was raised for a good portion of her youth. 
Um, I mean, we're all I'm originally from Massachusetts, but but like I don't know, I, we always say that that's like that's where we would move if we ever moved again. And uh, and again, we go down there so often that it's you know I I love that experience of going down there. And uh, and you know I want my 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 kids might want to go to UVA someday or whatever. So like yeah, like I just it really fucking sucks that that was happening yeah. and uh we were at so we like while we were writing the song that was happening so i'm like oh so yeah like clearly this is what i'm going to be like yelling about so <laughs> well, there you go and you mentioned the uh, lyrically the rest of your songs oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so uh it's yeah when i really i always wanted to put out like a an album that was more of a you know some sort of uh what do you call it like a concept a concept album and uh you know, halfway through writing, and then I, it kind of got more political. Some of the songs uh, a little bit more um, about what's going on in the world, but but the first four are about <laughs> they're all about a person I met like one time who said something mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was it was like she said something nasty, and it's just like it's it like I'm gonna I'm gonna like you know uh, immortalize you and um, in song as as a bad person. So it's most most of them are about like most of them are about like. Uh, this terrible person who's also one of a kind of a milf, and so it goes back and forth between like I hate you, but you know, what's up? <laughs> what's up? But I hate you. But what's up? So I think the last one on that is like I feel dirty. <laughs> That's kind of like kind of how I want people to think of it. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, besides our EP, like there's a lot of stuff that's like a little bit more like I don't know. Lyrically, we got more serious, I guess. Um, but at first, I was just like, I really had like some ideas about what I wanted to, what I wanted to say. And so yeah, so we, did, you know, we 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 purposely, like I said before, we uh, we tracked others besides those four at the same time. But we put those. I I wanted to make sure that those four on the EP and then the other ones we could use for future projects. Yeah. So put them on a split or, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Compilation. Yeah. yeah. What was the nasty yeah. thing that she said? She said something bad about uh, Haverhill. Ooh. Oh, I don't yeah. care for that. Oh. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying, right? So, Ooh. and that's—I mean—that—that's the first song. It's literally about like what she said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she's a bitch. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> write four which, songs about. Was her. she more of a Bradford fan than Haverhill? Bradford's oh no, Haverhill. no, no. She was just. It was just all like talking. Same down. goddamn city. No. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a river, but whatever. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah, you can. Who's you the can, mayor of Bradford? Hmm? <laughs> has his own postal uh, zip code whatever so, yeah. so does Ayers Village yep. you don't hear them being all uptight about it mm. <laughs> Ayers Village is this little neighborhood in Haverhill that my uncle lives in and he like when my grandmother died 10 years ago he referred to like in the obituary like his name and then he wrote of Ayers Village Massachusetts my mother was like what the fuck is Ayers Village it's in <laughs> Haverhill like shut up <laughs> uh, well Bradford has a what like a diner so, <laughs> Bradford's got a few diners. Yeah, so, but Bradford's got chicks for us. One literally called that, uh, Bradford Diner. That fire station that says Haverhill Fire Department. Oh, shut yeah, up! It does shut up right now? It does. Watch your mouth. I can put Bradford on. I can put Bradford on my mail, and people know where it goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. real. I swear, it's a it real. Goes place. to that pardon. In Which Capole was here? He'd high five me. Yeah. I'm totally lost on all these. It's towns. good, yeah. I'm, no, you should. Bradford is just the <laughs> section of Haverhill that is south of the Merrimack River. See, yeah. like I, I, I spent four years in Lowell, yeah. and other than that, I've basically been in Western Mass my entire life. That's fine. So That's like, nice out here. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I dig it. Yeah. But like, yeah, I when any any town or city names like east of Worcester, I'm just like I don't, yeah. I don't even know why that is. I couldn't remember 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 where you were from for like five seconds. I was like, 
Oh, what Townsend? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I, I knew her. No was one needs to the, remember that anyway. Yeah. And uh, who was saying that? It's like, yeah, or yeah, uh, Sal was like, yeah, he's basically from Boston. Who, me? You, yeah. What the fuck? Boston. <laughs> An hour and 25 minutes away I know, from I know. But like, if, like, he's even further west in Massachusetts. So he's from Pittsfield. So basically anything past, you know, Worcester 91. Boston. Yeah. yeah. Or even anything past the Pioneer Valley, it's just like, you know, Worcester and Boston are like five minutes apart. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is very Definitely. true. Totally. Wow. I'm curious, uh, Haverhill has the ice hut, right? Is that that rink? Or, Haverhill, or has, I... Haverhill has a rink. We do have the rink. What, what is it called? Just I think it's just the Haverhill hockey rink. Yeah. Or the Haverhill rink. Oh, I'm, yeah. thinking, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking of a different town. I'm thinking I'm so... of fucking Drake it. Drake oh. has the ice yeah. hut. Uh, that sounds right. I think it's called the ice hut. But I don't know. Yeah. That place sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Too right. Hockey talk going on. Weirdly enough, yeah. Drake it is where... Uh, where we practice, we and do. Where I think the Big Sway on rare occasion may practice, and like every band that any of us is in practices sometimes. There's a great place nearby Ooh, where we practice, uh, McGuire's Tavern. Yeah, the place rules. Highly recommend it. Nice plug. <laughs> they do a. They, <laughs> they got a good a, burger. They got a good chicken basket. They do a, a burger Ooh. special, but, yeah, but it's ninety percent of the time it's just with pepper jack cheese. Yep. <laughs> the burger of the week is what cheese goes on the burger. Yeah. So it's like, hey, what's the burger of the week? Uh, I don't know, Munster. It was yeah. Munster one time. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been there where it hasn't been pepper jack. It's usually pepper jack. Yeah, and it rules. It's so good. <laughs> I always like to look at the menu for 10 minutes. And then, and then order, order the chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? I don't know. Come back to me. I'll have what I had last 10 times. <laughs> so, uh, big sway dudes. What's up? Yeah. You're over here hey. in the corner and I'm like, I have to like turn all the way. To yeah. The just seat. hanging out in the corner, man. Yeah, That's fine. Yeah. Just um, taking it all in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about other things that's annoying about a singer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to start there? <laughs> Let's come back All right, pick it back up. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I wish I was one. No, it it was like one of the better, like, I think it was like a Hard Times like article or something I read recently where it's just like, it was something like, singer gets to hang out, you know, for like, you know, 15 minutes, doesn't know what to do with or something. I don't know. I love it. I love being a singer. I love not really having gear to really care about. <laughs> Do you play any other instruments too, or just? just I dabbled in the time? guitar for a bit, but um, I don't know. I'm not like for metal. Like, there's no way I'm talented enough to do that. So, uh, I used to sing for other bands, and so it just seemed kind of like a natural thing for me to go back to. Tim, I know you're you're getting more into bass as of lately. I am playing for uh, Drive By Bukaki. It's a uh, that's a great time. Um, I do have some stuff to worry about, but it's definitely less than being a drummer, and <laughs> that rules. Um, I obviously still like playing the drums quite a bit, because I do that in like four bands and play bass in one, but that makes me appreciate playing the bass that much more. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun to be able to move around and look around and have a different <laughs> perspective on stuff. It's cool. It's fun. I've kind of always wanted to play something else in a band, but... Then I think about like, oh, I have to like have cables and power, and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with all that. I see, I see everything else, guitars, guitars and basses go through like shit breaking and yeah, there are frying and different things. sets of headaches for sure. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean in general, it's just really nice to be able to like 
walk up to a show with like a backpack full of cables, a head in one hand and a hard case base in the other. <sighs> and that's it. That's God the whole it. thing. Like my load in <laughs> is me walking into the venue. That's the greatest thing ever, for, especially like for playing drums for a zillion years and playing God knows how many shows. Just like that simple load in was just like, oh man, this was worth the effort already. <laughs> I used to play drums in a band. It was a lot of fun, but I got kicked out because Tim was a better drummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Tim did a short spell with the big sway, actually. Um, and we found Two Mike. Of them. Mike came along. Yeah, that, two <laughs> two spells with the big sway. Oh, that's right. That yeah. was your your in between guy twice. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, my, my good buddy uh, Jeff. Was was he your original drummer? Jeff Sabola was our first drummer. Yep. Yep. At the very beginning. Yep. yep. Like yep. I said, we've we've been through a couple. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen Jeff in quite a while. We we play together in Spark Eater, but I have not. We haven't done anything in over six months at this point, unfortunately. Yeah. Kind of yeah, boring, but. those were fun times when uh, Big Story was just starting up. We we did a full nine months without uh, without doing any shows. We just practiced every single weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Sl- yeah, in Jeff's basement. Yep. All weekend <laughs> we would sleep over and just hammer away at stuff and try to figure out what the heck we were trying to do. Um, That's intense. Yeah. yeah. A whole week. Yeah, two days of practice every weekend. Wow. Yeah, we used to do that a lot. We used to do that a lot. That's cool. Dude, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine putting that like right now. Lich King practices once before a tour, like twice before a tour. But I guess we're in a can't kind of a. Believe that. I, I do. I mean, like we, we like we're in this weird situation now because we're so spread out. Yeah. Nick's in Boston. Mike's in New Jersey. I'm in Western Mass. Zach's in New Hampshire, and Joe's in Poland. Yeah, that's uh, so that presents some challenges. That's basically, a drive. yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a commute to practice. Um, but yeah, I mean, like basically, we'll he'll we'll get together two days before the tour. We'll jam through everything a couple times and figure out like what we're you know what if anything new we're adding to the set list. Get those up to speed and then just start driving on the tour. But yeah, I, I haven't been in a band in a while where it's just like practice regularly like once a week or something like that because mm. it's not physically possible at this right. point not surprisingly um it helps yeah yeah <laughs> it does. yeah yeah we actually were uh practicing tim tim moved out west a little bit recently and uh we were practicing we were we were like basically we were like getting together for like a we'd get together for like a couple months um maybe like once a week or something or try to uh probably end up being like every other week and then we take like these short we take these short hiatuses and then we we come back. Uh, but since since he's moved out, we 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 were like we don't know what's gonna happen. But um, but no, he's we've actually made it. I think you know, it's it's working. Yeah. We even we you know when we work on new stuff, maybe it gets you know. I think we practice on a more regular basis since you started moving out. Like since you moved out, it's <laughs> it's, it's like it's really funny. This band started like we were like we wanted to be like a fest band or something, and then we started like picking up like. Like all these shows, like we start, we always like pick up shows like pretty close together, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll pick up shows together. So I don't know. It's morphed into being more than just like this, like like third project kind of feel that we initially were going for. So I don't know. it's because the tunes rule. <laughs> <laughs> so when we when, you, when you know, you every practice so starts and ends with Metallica. Yeah. It just, it just 
Just and feels gets so it's usually a sign of a good time. Yeah, throughout practice. Yeah. Have you have you guys done any like tours or anything or just oh weekend warrior stuff? No, this or? is like our <laughs> fifth show, right? Yep. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> fifth, fifth show. Wow. Uh, fifth. We were supposed to have a tour and then I I couldn't do it, so it sucked. Yeah. It was my fault. It's completely my fault. <laughs> more I, reasons uh, to hate vocalists. Yeah, no, yeah. It's like <laughs> as if we needed even more. It's like you don't even have to bring anything, just show up. I'm like, I can't make it. I can't show up to a few shows in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, no, it's like yeah, I have I have kids and such and uh also my my job it's I you know, it's it is like impossible for me to take off time, so yeah. It is what it is. We can we'll work out shows when I'm sadly we all can. That's it. The thing. The good thing is that they're all in other bands. Exactly. So, I was just gonna say, like, if, if when you when you're the third project of everybody right. else in the band, then it's like, it's not a huge deal when the shows don't happen because the other guys are just like, yeah, I'll, I got other bands, I got other stuff going on. Yeah, like we were going to pick up this weekend, but then like Jim was like, just gonna be coming back from another one, and then Tim was gonna go out shortly with another one after that. So it's like, yeah. Worst case scenario, they don't play a weekend. <laughs> and then they get the rest of the month through their other bands. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, we worked out a worked out a good schedule. And then conversely, Big Sweat, you guys are you guys play tons of shows. I think we're at about two seventy five now. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> over a yeah, that's uh, I don't doing the math that over an eleven year span, two hundred seventy five. Oh God. Uh, it's not that impressive when you break it down. You can stop. No, nah, but I mean, no. It, I mean, it, and honestly, like you know, that's 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 nothing to sneeze at, man. That's yeah, it's been a long. That's road, almost man. a full year of your life just playing shows. I, I mean, guess it, it, I kind of believe in the ten thousand hour rule. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. If you do something for ten thousand hours, you're kind of an expert. Yep. <laughs> so there's that. So would you say you're an expert at playing shows now? No, it's it's in a different <laughs> league. Actually, it's a different thing. Oh, man. But I mean, so yeah, you guys just did this little weekend warrior thing, um, and I, I, you have uh, I forget like a bunch of stuff coming up this month. Or yeah, or? we're always super busy. We've been we've been crazy busy the last two years. Um, last year we we did three shows in Puerto Rico in the beginning of the year. Um, in May we released a full length. Our first full length it took us a long time to put together, but finally came out. Um, we did a tour around the Great Lakes over the summer to celebrate that. Um, in October, we went up to Canada. Um, and then since then, we kind of took the winter to get ready to record again. And about a month ago, we did five days with um, Sean Cahalen, who was mentioned earlier, at the record company in um, Boston and recorded 10 songs. Um, really happy about the way they came out. Um, so definitely a new direction for the music for the band um a very positive one um and we're just kind of trying to figure out what to do with ourselves this year kind of right now we're just we're playing a lot of shows um actually we have may off from shows we're going to be kind of back in the practice space but um we'll be back around we'll be in springfield um june 21st at theo's barbecue which uh, coincidentally is actually going to be the 20-year anniversary celebration of Theory Skateboard Shop oh. that same night at Theo's. So we are inadvertently playing that party. So <laughs> that's going to be a good one, I think. So that's our next show. Um, but yeah, hoping to have the new album out by early next year, I think. Cool, cool. So that's the short of it. That's, right what, we're, that's what we're doing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting, like, 
So you, is like the record mixed, mastered, or at this point? At this point, we um, and you're just kind of just kind of waiting on it. It's uh, it's not mixed or mastered okay. yet. We're we're, we're gotcha. working on mixing it now. We tracked it about a month, month and a half ago, um, but. The last recording process we went through was uh, grueling because we decided to do it piecemeal, a little bit at a time in our in our practice space, and um, <laughs> you we guys both cringe. Just had the same, <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like your experience with that had a good amount to do with Los Bungalitos deciding to come here and not do it that way. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. So I I play in another band, Los Bungalitos, with Tim here from Villainous or Villanus. I'm not sure how you actually say it. I don't know. Ask Nick. It was his idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Villanus, but I like to not ever correct people. So. But the second, but the U is really a V. Yeah. Well, That's the V is really a U. Uh, uh, it's, Ooh, it's Latin. You just right? blew yeah. my mind. What about yeah, this not correcting people thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we ask good direct questions. Like. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, when everyone pronounces like on like stage, like it's like you know, like Villanu's next. I'm like, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah, Villan that. V- yeah, Villan versus. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, Vivis Sepulcher last oh, month. No, That's a tough one. And uh, yeah, uh, they even the members in the band pronounce their name three different ways. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, and they're they're yeah. You, as far as I'm concerned, you can say if you, if your band name's weird. You you've lost the the right to determine how people pronounce it. Agreed, <laughs> absolutely agreed. I, I, hence why I never really correct them unless directly asked. Exactly. There you go. So. But um. So yeah, I was, I was saying before. Um, as an engineer, it's always weird to see like some bands have this expectation that like you're going to go record, then mix, and then the album will be like out in a month, like after that. But that's almost never the case. Nope. No, I mean like 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 you were saying like you were look you're looking at like next year for a for a target release date even though you've you finished tracking a month ago. Right. Which is that's you know like nine month you know nine months out. Well, I I mean I pretty much released the the Big Sway's last album myself, um, and I really I dove in to find out like you know. The kind of the right way to do it, Every, kind of like all the ins and outs of how it's really done. I really tried to discover that, and I did the best I could to kind of emulate that. And um, it's an insane amount of work. <laughs> it's insane. Like I kind of lost my mind a little bit from <laughs> it, but and it takes a lot of time. And simultaneously, the other band I play in, Los Bongolitos with Tim, um, we were also preparing a new record, which we actually recorded here. Uh, a year ago, yeah, it was a year ago, ago this month. That's, that's where we thought. expect to come out in a couple months. Yeah, so, yeah it might be a few the months. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I learned from that experience that instead of putting everything together piecemeal as a recording, doing it in a chunk of five or six days, just slamming all the tracking out all at once is the absolute most productive way of doing it. Yep. And I learned that. Right here at Sonic Titan Studios. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Anyway, so that's how I want to be doing it from now on, I think. Yeah. I think. We'll see. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, why don't we take another break? Let's let's hear a big sway tune this time. You got a, you got one in mind you wanna you wanna intro, or you wanna just play a general one and then we'll Sure. Um I guess we'll uh we'll go with the wolves. It's a new song from uh the album we're working on right now. Right on. Cool. Yeah, I heard you guys play this last night. 
Yeah, it was her second tune, right? That was yeah, a cool one. Second tune. Cool. Is that the one that's got like the it's almost got like the punky chorus to it. Is that the one yeah, we're thinking it's, of? It's a quick one. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well uh here is the wolves by the big sway. Check it out. Big Sway, uh, new tune from those guys. Good job, Tim. Album, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> album coming out sometime next year, but uh, yeah, right on. Tim has joined us from the Big Sway. Hey guys, what's going on? Not much. Yeah, um, we were just uh, discussing Tom DeLonge and his uh, terrible accent. I think it's it. amazing. Yeah, I mean, we didn't say it was terrible. We just said it was fake. The accent yeah, no, is, is great. The vocals are shit. <laughs> no, no, I mean, because I, I, I tried to like that new Blink-182 album, and it's like, I need some Tom DeLonge on my Blink-182. Yeah, it doesn't... Because Matt the, Skiba just sounds too much like Mark. 
to, yeah. to, it's just like no. you can't have two marks. You no, gotta, no, no. You gotta have the both. You have both. The thing about yeah, the thing about Blink was the the back and forth between yeah. Tom and Mark and like you know it's it's like they had two lead vocalists. It's like Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. It really is. Yep. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's right up there. <laughs> Gilmore Waters. <laughs> you know, Clapton, Bruce. It's that whole. But you know, they're making like dick jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Day odd. Uh, <laughs> if Fleetwood Mac made dick jokes, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. My one of my favorite segments on this podcast ah. is uh, uh, you you I, I should have warned you about this beforehand, so you had some time to think about it. We like to uh, hear stories about the worst show experience you've ever had. It was an easy one. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, be it something terrible that happened at the show in particular. Like, not just like, oh, you know, two people showed up and it was really boring. <laughs> oh. But, like, <laughs> shit gone wrong. <laughs> Horror stories. It, it, it doesn't even have to be in this band. It could be in so, any band you've played so, in. So our first show? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah a, that was a good one. I mean, I loved it, but, but it, it's also, like... A like I th- we we were worried that Jim was going to get stabbed on stage. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Do tell, please. Um, so Valanis had his first show in Worcester, what like earlier this year, um, January, and with uh, some pretty sweet bands. Um, Retha Tongues, Retha uh, Tongues with uh, the previous, yeah, and then with Aaron from earlier from High Smashers, and then uh, Black Palm, and which vaulted. and you killed it and vaulted. So who have become like you know kind of band friends of ours, and um, we played what second we played second that night. There was clearly some dude there who was just like into the music, but seemed out of it. Like maybe this guy. Just, I was hmm. setting up my guitars, <laughs> checking levels, and this guy's just standing right up against the front of the stage, just rocking out. Like, <laughs> Stone. I'm, so like, I'm like, we're not even check. playing music yet. <laughs> and um, so he he <laughs> he kept on looking over at me during Wreath of Tongues set, and was just like, "Fucking yeah!" And I'm just like I'm like back by the soundboard. He has a bottle of alcohol that he did not purchase at the venue. <laughs> I hope like, he was just drunk. He had like so Dr. By our second song, like he was sound asleep. No, 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 no. Wait. First, first, he takes the liberty of sitting on our stage, rocking out. Sitting on our stage, like behind me, yeah, like sitting I, down, headbanging. Because I generally like take the floor if, if if the stage is a little, you know, a little little tight. And so he's behind me, but headbanging, like really doing it. And yeah, and then by the second song, he's just out cold, like laid down, he laid down, fully he's passed out. <laughs> and he's like right where I would be standing, like right in front of my amp. And I mean, we like, play loud, so. He's just he's, oh, just he's just napping through like a grind metal set. <laughs> it was, oh my my guitar speaker's blasting him straight in the head. And and I already have a problem with like, you know, in between song banter. And I'm just like, what what the fuck am I supposed to say right now? I have no idea. We're all just we're all like just in awe that this is even like happening. Especially for our first show. Yeah. You know, it's not like like, oh yeah, we've been on the, out on the road for a while and we've some weird some shit happened. It's like, yeah. nope, we're playing in our backyard. Yeah. We've been looking forward to having a first show for like a year and a half as we've been working on stuff, and this guy is going to take a nap on the stage. <laughs> awesome. we, 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 we had to stop. We stopped so, mid-set to figure it out. So in between, yeah, after like another song, I just had it. Like I had no room to move around. So 
I, I put my guitar down and I grabbed the guy by the legs and I'm trying to get him off the stage and I'm like <laughs> looking for someone to come over and help me and someone comes over he's like hey be careful he's got a knife in his pocket <laughs> oh <laughs> no, because we, we tried waking him up like we nudged him and then he just kind of and then went right back to sleep it's just like this passed right back out so eventually yeah, so, so like, he's yeah, he's disarmed <laughs> I like he's like yeah, they have a knife on him so that you just I didn't know what was whispered in his ear I had no idea but but all of a sudden you just see Jim just like kind of like put his legs back exactly as they were, <laughs> make sure he's nice and comfortable. Goes back to his guitar. One song later, someone in the in the audience got the bright idea like, oh, we can just take his knife. <laughs> so then they took his knife, and then like a bunch of dudes that we you know were friends with just grabbed him and brought him outside and. Which he took a pee on the street. Oh yeah, he just <laughs> aiming straight down the road. All the cars driving by just whipped it out. Starts pissing. He wasn't like he didn't face the building. Middle so of Kelly dropped. Square, like pissing into the middle of Kelly yeah. Square. <laughs> he didn't try to like piss in between the buildings or like face the buildings. He's just like letting it fly down the street, you know. Yeah. So the, and he kept trying to come back in. I mean, Kelly Square is the worst intersection in the world, so it does deserve to be pissed on. But this oh, yeah. was like a this was a weird circumstance for it, for sure. So, so then we play like four more songs, and that that's the story of our uh, our worst greatest show, yeah. our worst <laughs> slash first show. Yeah. <laughs> Give that guy credit though, man. Falling asleep in the middle of your. Guys. I was impressed. There's some, I was there's really some good impressed. photos of it. You know, there is Reese of Tongues Instagram, yeah, I think. There's a video of it too that I believe they it was either they took or vaulted took. There is a video of him just like on the stage before he passed out, just like air drumming and rocking out. You just see Nick like walking in and out of frame. <laughs> I'm, I'm a blur, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like back and forth. Uh, he's, he's just having fun. Oh man, good for that guy. So yeah, I, I, he's a fan. So yeah, he liked it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Someone came up to me after the set. They're like, "We weren't sure if he was like a part of it or not." Like, no, definitely not. This was not performance art. <laughs> we bring a guy around on tour who sleeps on our stage. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of the show. It was our version of like the Boston's dancing guy. Yep, it would go over well in Providence. I think they'd get it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think if that's your worst show experience so far, you guys are actually doing really good. Yeah. Well, well we've also had like five. So, <laughs> still. Yeah. For this band, that was one. I mean, my our my the last band I was in uh, with um, with Tim and Jim actually came back and played guitar. So it was our la- it was called the turn, and we were ending after like I don't know five or six years like that. Uh, my wife was pregnant, and someone tried to fight me as I was trying to like bring her home. I'm like, really? My wife's like right next to me, pregnant with twins, and you're like trying to pick a fight with me right now? Oh, God. Jeez. That was that was an interesting experience. I was like, is this really ha-? literally? I was just like, is this really happening right now? Like him and his bro came over, like leaving the show right now. I'm like, yeah, to bring her home. Like, can I go? <laughs> what were they like in another band? Yeah, like, they were in the band yeah. after. They're us. like, what the fuck, man? They were like, like, yeah. ditching the show early. It was their their last show, uh, and like the band that was playing after was like pissed about how long they were playing. And who was the band? He was like jumping up and down with his ass hanging out. He pulled his pants down during the Not me, the other guy, which I thought was very funny. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. That was the other time when I was, and then my, like my, my pregnant wife was just like getting in his face. I'm like, let's not have this happen. Can we just just stop this? Yeah. And then, I don't know, that, that show ended pretty terribly, I think, but we had a good time. Mm. So now I need to know because you said like, you know that's 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 
that's, you you that's, you that's implied a, that that's pretty tame. That's for, an uh, anecdote, if you ask me. <laughs> not <laughs> a joke. <laughs> All right, so you you guys, I mean, you guys been playing for eleven years now. You've got to have something ridiculous and awful. We've got a couple for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to pick one right now. <laughs> I've even got one with the big sway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a time during the, I think it was the first stint that I was filling in for the Big Sway, where we were playing at a airport in Westfield, Massachusetts, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, I said to to Tim, uh, "Hey, like, there's going to be a drum set that I can use there, right?" And uh, can can we make that work so I, I can uh, make my drive out from Lowell or wherever I was living at the time a little easier? He's like, yeah, man, that's no problem. I, I'll, I'll bring my drums. That's cool. So uh, we show up there. And we're going to set up, and Tim brings the drums out of his car, and I go to continue setting up. I was like, cool, man. So where's the hardware? Oh, He's like, no. oh, you said you needed drums, bro. Oh, you need hardware, too? No. Yeah. Gotta drop the ball on the hardware there. Uh, and I was running late, as I usually do, because I'm an asshole, and that's kind of the way I live. And uh, so we didn't really have a lot of time to do anything about it. It's like the options were like, okay, we could go to Guitar Center. That's 45 minutes away. We could go to Tim's house. That's also about 45 minutes away. And we're supposed to be playing in like 20. <laughs> so we got pretty creative. We found two traffic cones Giant and, a roll, traffic cones. and a roll of duct tape. And I duct taped drumsticks to the traffic cones and used that to hold cymbals. <laughs> so like the, the, like the notch in the cymbal is just barely small enough because I use thick drumsticks. So like that made me have like a ride cymbal and a crash cymbal. And I think, I don't even know how we ended up doing, a f- doing any toms. Maybe we didn't. Or maybe we like put it on like a milk crate or something. Wasn't but the I had tom like, one of those ones that like stuck right into the bass drum though? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think I had, like, one tom. Yeah. yeah, and so I think I had a rack tom and two cymbals nice. and a kick and a snare. Obviously, and I'm like, not I'm not a drummer. And, like, that, <laughs> that was it. That's how, and, we, and I barely nice. knew the songs anyway, but we uh, we made it through. We survived. I mean, there were no other, no other bands on it. Was it just, like, no, a solo show? it was a solo game. Yeah, we, yeah. Were doing a, we were doing a, a three-hour uh, situation, so oh, Tim God. had to deal with that for yeah. a while. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That place was so funny to play at. It was great, man. It was we like had a, a good patio. time. It worked out. Yeah, it was a nice day. We were was on the like, patio. It was, it was at cool. the airport, too, in yeah, Westfield. So, like, you'd really be playing, weird. like, these small little fucking plays would be just taken off, man. Yeah, I thought it was a cool time, man. Yeah, it, wor- yeah, it worked out good. It, all, all's, uh, all's, all that, that, all's well that ends well and whatnot. But, but yeah, it was a funny one. <laughs> that was funny. We had, uh, we went on tour last year, and um, things were going all right. Things were going all right, cruising along, we're getting towards the end of the tour, and um, we had a house show, it was supposed to be like a house party or whatever, in uh, somewhere in Maryland. And um, Where were we coming from, Detroit? It was a long drive. Yeah, I think yeah. it was from like... I don't know, I think it was uh, Cincinnati? Cincinnati, yeah, we were going Cincinnati. from Cincinnati to this little town in Maryland, I don't even remember the name of it, to be honest. Long drive, starts raining... We show up. It's like the only house you can see anywhere. It's just farmland all around. All of a sudden, it's like a spooky setting. 
Yeah. I'd like to make note, though, that actually during the day, the drive was beautiful. It was like a great day, and it was like an omen. Like, as soon as we got there, it just started torrential downpouring. Like, Ugh. it was ridiculous. So we get there, and these guys are kind of like, uh... Joe, why don't you go see what's going on? We don't want to go walk out in there in the rain. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> fine. So I go. I knock on the door. The door opens immediately. Like, I'm not even done with my second knock. The door <laughs> opens. There's there's about six people standing on the other side looking at me wide-eyed. Like, like bug-eyed. I, bug-eyed, like I've bug-eyed. never seen before. And I'm just like, oh, hi, guys. Uh I'm Joe from the Big Sway. We're supposed to be uh, playing here tonight. As soon as I said that, they scattered to different corners of the room and different parts of the house. One of them ran over and went into the fetal position on the couch. (laughs) Um, Another one started frantically explaining to me where we could load our gear into and where we were going to play, pointing to a corner of like a small kitchen. (laughs) And there's a weird smell in the air. They're referring to this, Mm. there's an acrid smell in the air, they're referring to this this elusive character, Uncle Max, who... who, (laughs) He had a great mullet, though. Who only surfaces maybe a half hour later to fully live up to the building reputation. Before Uh, before we met him, though, all those kids literally jumped in a car, like, after being all crazy, jumped in a car to go get, like, beer or something for the party, and, like, they jump in this car, back out all crazy, and hit the, their own tree, and they just keep driving off, and so they're like, you guys can stay here, don't worry, uh, my Uncle Max is here. Only one tree in the yard. Only one tree the, in the yard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all six of them, too, they piled all yep. into a four, four-seater, yeah. nice little Subaru. backed into a tree, and sped off. That's what and makes a Subaru a Subaru. We're just, <laughs> we're, we're just confused, like, like, what the hell is going on now? So then Uncle Max surfaces. And, Comes up uh, from the basement. Dude, wow. Wow. Yeah. We looked at each other and we were like, "It's we need to we need to leave. We need to talk about this. Because this dude comes up, man. We need to get out of here. Shirtless, mullet, like, telling us the most insane stories that, like, I blocked out and I don't even remember because they were just so ridiculous. Like, yeah. Tim and I were looking at each other. Like this we guy's need to crazy. leave. We need to leave right now. One of those guys that, like, you know, can tell you a story about how oh, I used to be famous or I could be famous, kind of thing. Like could throw football over the mountains. Yeah, kind of. But like, <laughs> but like, you know, the the possibly messed out pro. version of that. <laughs> I remember before we left, though, uh, Joe's sister came along for the ride to help us out with stuff, <laughs> and uh, we were sitting out on the on the front porch and. Uncle Max, Max, right? Uncle Max. Uncle yeah. Max. He asked her to comb his hair, or brush his like, hair, and brush his braid hair it, and right? braid it. Yeah, yeah it was really <laughs> weird. Yeah. You want to oh, braid my this, mullet? This actually brings up an interesting thing that I noticed. So we brought my sister Sarah on this tour with us, right? And you know, we're a band of three guys, and we we go around, we play with a lot of bands with all guys, and you know, guys everywhere, and you know, you don't really notice certain a things lot until, of you, dudes. until you until you have a woman with you like so everywhere we went she's getting my sister she's getting hit on aggressively everywhere we went and it was really shocking and i i talked to her about it i said uh i said man sarah i'm sorry i'm bringing you into these environments where you're kind of being like approached like this and she's like she starts laughing at me she's like you kidding me this is every single day this is every single day so then in this situation where this really really scary kind of character comes at her and says oh hi sarah like braid my hair 
uh, she she did. She braided his hair, and so and so later I asked her. I asked her. I was like, Sarah, this guy's like obviously really creepy. Why did you oblige him in this request? And and she says, it was uh, it was like it was the safest thing to do at the time. Basically, oh, I didn't want to upset him, so I thought I could braid the hair, take the time to think about how to get out of there, or what to do next, and then we'd be on our way. Like, diffuse the situation. Almost. Yeah, yeah. not oh put God. up a wall or, or anything like <laughs> wow. that. So It was just completely weird, man. Like, it was bizarre, this whole fiasco. I don't know, like, showing up there, it was just, like, bad vibes instantly. So when we finally make the, deci- we make the decision to leave, we exit gracefully. Um, we said we're going to get something to eat, if I remember correctly. Going to get some food, <laughs> which we did. Which we did. Which we, we did. got some food, and we decide pretty quickly to make the decision to go up and um, stay with my stay with my friend in uh, Philadelphia. And we make the decision. We give him a call. He says, "Yep, come on up." We get in the car. We start heading up the highway. No joke. The rain clears, and we see double rainbow all the way. All the way. It was <laughs> True like, story. True story. <laughs> so weird. And I've never felt more relieved to be out of someone's house in my entire life. Jeez. Yeah, that was that was a trip. So that's happened. So that was one. Wow. That's a wild one. We that's we got yeah. robbed in New York. Yes, in oh, Brooklyn seriously? we got wow. robbed. That was the first time that we uh, went on like a good size uh, well, tour, you know. And we what was the name of the club? Coco sixty six. Oh, Coco sixty six. Yeah, yeah, I played there. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we played there, and the show was fine. You know, um, everything was cool. All the other bands were cool, but we're just packing up, and uh, I don't know exactly what happened, but uh, both my guitars got stolen. Uh, <laughs> and the worst part is that we didn't even realize it until the next day. We're in Providence, and we're like loading into the next show, and I'm like, huh, where are my guitars? This is weird. Oh man. Yeah. That's rough. Jim, you uh you got robbed pretty rough. Uh yeah, in Chicago. Oh, dude. Um yeah. ton of stuff. And then we totaled the van two weeks later. Oof. So it was a good trip. <laughs> a a denim, addendum to that story. I that was the Auburn system, right? Yep. I quit the Auburn system a few months before that tour happened. Yep. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> good call. <laughs> you lucked out, man. I guess. <laughs> I will we, say, oh sorry. We played a pretty sweet benefit show though to raise money for you guys though. That that was a lot of fun. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I will say this though: those two guitars I got stolen. As much as I miss them, I was able to get my guitar that I currently play now, and I fucking love it. So you know, silver lining. Yeah, silver lining. Yeah. Right on. Oh man, that. Meth dude, oh my god, Uncle I Max. I can't imagine. It was pretty wild. There was, there was a sh- uh, show I played. We had a last minute show in some guy's garage. I think it was in Michigan. I'm not sure. And uh, like the cops end up showing up, and I'm like, oh, they're here to shut the show down. No, apparently they arrested the guy whose house we were at for like drugs or something, and the show went on. <laughs> that rules. The show went on. It was, and it was like winter, so it was we we're in a non-heated garage. I couldn't feel my fingers at all. Uh, but it was a good night. <laughs> Not for that guy. So, so Brian, you were saying before, like 
you know, not the situation where like, oh, there's nobody here to to see you because that's like normal. Yeah. So like, I have a very <laughs> extreme version of that that I think is okay. worth mentioning. So we were playing. Uh, Hive Smasher was playing at Cherry Street Station in Wallingford, Connecticut. Yep. Um, which is quite literally like visibly on the wrong side of the tracks. Like <laughs> there are train tracks. There are train tracks. It is yes. on the wrong side of it. If you look on either side of the train tracks, one neighborhood is nicer than the other. It is literally on the wrong yeah. side. Um, but uh, it was it was a rough night, you know. As you would say, there was not a lot of people around. But this was the first and only time where by empty show i mean there was literally not not another person person in the venue at one point during our set the bartender and the sound guy were both outside (laughs) and we (laughs) were literally the only people in the building during our set and we're just like holy shit like this you know we've played some good shows and some bad shows but this Will probably never happen again. Where I had a show like, literally only us in the building. I had a show like that at Drifters in Nashua. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh my like god! Five band bill, and it was literally like all the bands showed up for their set and not just hung outside, fucking left. Oh, and like we were the only band that showed up early, and like you know we watched the first band show up. And they hightailed it out of there, and then the second band, like it was, it literally like the the bands. But I don't know. We had a conversation like, was this planned? Like, are we being fucked with or something? But it was just, it was so bad. It was, you know, I don't even remember like what the situation was like. The bands even sounded like each other or they like no one knew each other. So they, you know, it was, it was just this weird vibe though. I just remember like I stayed cause I didn't want to be a dick, but then like driving home, I was like, this is the worst show I've ever <laughs> Horrible. I've had a actually so very similar experience at Drifters before. Drifters is a weird place, it man. Was, well, none of the was, bands, yeah. none of the bands were Nashua bands. Like okay. none of yeah. the bands are New Hampshire bands. Like you can't do a show in that, like an area like that. Like you need at least one or two good local bands to bring. And people. you couldn't swear, right? Wasn't that part of their? Yeah, you had to send your lyrics. Yep. And Whoa. the the our singer, the last three digits of his phone number were six six six, and Aww. like we were so afraid because it was like a Christian venue that they weren't going to call us. Back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, it's so, it was so bad. Yep. I remember the giant, like Jesus mural, like on the mm-hmm. sidewall. Yeah. Uh, it was a nice room. It was a nice room. Man, I forgot about that place though. Yeah. I played there a couple times at least. Like, yeah, it was, it was cool. Early two thousands. And I don't even, does it yeah. still, does I, it exist no anymore? Way. No, I didn't there's think no, so. No there's no way. Not. You know, without knowing for a fact, I know it's shut down. Yeah. <laughs> Much like God, Drifters does not exist. This is Ooh. true. Ooh. Uh, on that note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. Why don't we, uh, I think it's probably another time for another tune. Let's do another Volanis tune. How about that? You're going to do this to us again now? We need to not have nah, a song, and we'll come know. back after the break, and we'll have thought of one. This is a song called Octagon. It's one that we <laughs> haven't, uh, we actually haven't released yet. It's one of the ones that the dudes recorded before I joined the band. Um, we've been playing it for a while, though. It's a pretty epic tune. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, here's Octagon by Volanis. Yeah, 
to our friend Ann. Woo! That was a, as we mentioned, that was an epic tune. <laughs> what was it? What all of twenty seconds? Something like that. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. We, we, maybe maybe we'll play the the uh, the three minute intro to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean if that's a twenty second tune. Uh, well, we'll find out after I edit this. But I might just play like three songs in that space. Fuck it. Uh, Who knows? Then we look like liars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. And then we'll be unforgiven. Then we'll be unforgiven, Tim. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. How? Why, why? How did the Metallica reference start? Where did this come so when from? Kyle you guys been doing it all band. goddamn yeah. day. So Jim, <laughs> Jim and Kyle I joining the band is really the problem. Jim and I have been friends since like the week before freshman year in high school, and we became friends because we were the only two people in our Sunday school class who were wearing Metallica shirts. So that's how we initially bonded. I don't think that's why. I just think it's a good aside. But like Jim and I, just sort of over the years, have always like that's like been a thing, and in, in particular, like dumb 90s Metallica jokes that's just always <laughs> kind of been a thing with us. So when we started... Yeah, just, I, I don't know how it initially started. It just sort of happened. Yeah, so when I when I started... When I, uh, when I joined the band, we just started, like... <laughs> I think he was riffing on, like, I Disappear or something like that. <laughs> and then we, we were talking about how we're disappointed that Metallica never continued the trend of Unforgivens by doing, like... They stopped at Unforgiven Three. They should have been like four, five, six. Oh, well, we were five, disappointed six. with how Unforgiven Three went. Because I thought the chorus yeah. should go, and I tip my cap to thee because you're Unforgiven Three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they did any. I don't even think they said Unforgiven in the song. I don't know. I listened to it like once. Yeah, because like the best line in Unforgiven Two is like the pun on two. Obviously. Yeah, I take this key and I bury it in you because you're Unforgiven Two. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like that's, that's brilliant right there. Amazing. And the fact that they didn't keep going with it is just yeah. a trap. I feel like I feel like I feel like that's that's what they miss now that they don't have Bob Rock. Bob Rock would have been like, guys, let's do this. You know, make sure you got a solid pun in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's unfortunate, but yeah, I don't know. And then it's it's just it's just gotten worse. So it's gotten we've gone like every number you can think of that has anything that rhymes with it. I was gonna say you guys at this point should just write Unforgiven Four. We should. Don't think about it. Oh, it's it's we've gone to like seven. (laughs) There's there's serious discussions about like covering the memory remains <laughs> in its entirety with Nick doing the Mary and faithful part at the end. It's the best part of the song. It's a pretty good part. <laughs> so I guess we're kind of getting near the end of the podcast here because uh, we got to actually get playing some live tunes and shit. There's actually another promoter head show tonight. Where's that? It's uh, at the 13th floor. It's... um. What's the uh, the the, the uh, writing in the sky is just playing? Yes, and then uh, Marvin. Yeah, uh, it's like instrumental. Not is it instrumental? I don't know. It's oh, like Marvin jazz. got bands playing. I've been seeing like they yeah. have like those t- Facebook ads. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like uh, like proggy jazz rock something or other. But one um, hell of a guitar player that guy. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, and I forget the third band on that lineup, but 
That show's uh, going Tidwell's on. Tidwell's Treasure. Tidwell's Treasure. Yes, thank you. Um, anything you guys wanna uh, give me like uh, Facebook, Bandcamp. Yes, we have those plug things. all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> we have. <laughs> we do have those things. Yep. Uh, and the gram. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The and since uh, Volanis is like a borderline made up word. Yeah. Um, it's not like we have to be like the real Volanis at Twitter or whatever. Volanis like, official. Like, yeah, yeah, there's none of that. It's Volanis, like if you can M-A. if you can spell the made up word. Yeah, you'll be it's, able it's, to it's, find it's, us. I mean, it's a, it's the Latin word with just one L rather than two. So there you go. We should probably scoop up the Twitter before someone else does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it oh, looks it, it looks that. Yeah. the way we spell it. It looks like vile anus. <laughs> <laughs> so. But we made mm-hmm. sure that, that, that you know, the, the, the arrangement of the letters, I'll never put on a sticker. Oh, yeah. yeah way, so. just it'll, be like Vila, it'll be like Vila Nuss, rather than like Vile Anus. So, there you go. That ties into the subject matter of Octagon, though, right? Uh, <laughs> a little bit. Okay. A little bit. It's an ode. That, yeah, the, so, the song is a, uh, if, if anything, it's, it's like an ode to our friend Anne. Our dear friend Anne. Yeah, dear friend. She She's lovely. She, and like uh, when they were in uh, High Smasher, she was like, "Write a song about us." About us. And so we kind of like, sort of borrowed it, changed it up a little bit. No, that I was that t- was in the well, face. That wasn't even High Smasher. Oh, that was in the face. The joke started. The octagon joke started within the face. I'm sorry. Well, anyways, I put lyrics to. Actually, it, that so. started at a party that Joe was at. No, but the song, the, the New the, Year's the, Eve party the, the at uh, sounds likely at uh, Andy's <laughs> yeah. house in Amherst. So, right? so the joke wasn't in the face. The music was more so from High Smasher, and then I put lyrics to it. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, we've been holding on to that joke for a good fifteen years. <laughs> and I told her, I told her about it. I told her about it too. I'm like, it's you know, it's about how like you know, like double standard players versus sluts, which is part of the line. And she's just like, eh, girls deserve it. And I was just like, I was like, okay. I was just like, I don't think so. That but sounds like something Anne like, no. would say. I, 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 I played like, her the song last time I saw her. Yeah, I, I thought it was. I remember because we just we had like met she, up at like the bar she worked at. And she was just like, "No, nah, it's cool. It's totally like legit." I'm like, "No, oh, why? You like you can't say that." <laughs> oh man, so. uh, yeah. And the big sway, you guys, you guys, yeah. And I'm sure you're on Bandcamp, Facebook, Spotify. Yeah, the whole thing. All that shit. Cool. Bigsway.com. Thebigsway.com. There you go. What the, you got? You got your got your own website. That's kind of an uncommon thing these days. Is it? Well, I mean, it's it's hit or miss, you know. Actually, yeah, I took a look at it. And it's it's some cool stuff. You got a lot of like old like uh, history of show posters and stuff. And yeah, I kind of keep it as like a, I don't know, like a running resume kind of thing. I dig it. List of all of our shows and everything like that helps me keep uh, keep it all keep it all in order somehow. Go. Yeah. And um, so you guys will have a record coming out sometime next year. I think next year, yeah. I'm hoping for early next year. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And Valanis, you guys, uh, new material? Yeah, we'll probably uh, we'll have the songs that we recorded with uh, with Kyle at New Alliance. Um, we got some more uh, engineering to do, but um, but all the tracking, I think, is pretty much done. And, uh, yeah, just got to yeah. actually not be lazy and mix yeah, it. It's, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's ramping like, and mixing and uh, yeah, I'll we, master it and it'll be out. So I'm not sure when that'll be, but it's in the process. It's like, do we want to, you know, try to match it up with a split? You know, we have, we have five songs. Do we want to add more to it and make it a, you know, a longer, uh, a longer piece or do we want to, you know, parcel it up? 
Yeah, so. we've just been tracking when we can and then figuring out what we're going to do with the output later when it yeah. makes sense to. And then for, I mean, for you guys, a full length's like what? Like 15, 20 minutes anyway. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, Anthony, you got anything to plug? Uh, album's coming out soon. Per Erebus uh, at Astra. It'll be out uh, Nobody has soon. any idea what you just said. Uh, it's, um, <laughs> so Per Erebus at Astra means uh, through darkness to the stars. Okay. Uh, took Erebus from Greek and per, uh, Ad Astra is from, uh, it's more of a Latin thing. Uh, it's, uh, it's taken from Per Aspera Ad Astra, which is on the Voyager spacecraft uh, on okay. the uh, Golden Record. So it's a little nod to Carl Sagan space exploration and whatnot. Nice. I don't know if you can tell I'm kind of into NASA <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that'll be out probably in a month or so. Cool. Oh, um, really? That soon? Awesome. Hopefully, yeah. Did you Spoon. sign up to uh, colonize Mars? Being not yet. No. That was didn't that turn out to be a hoax anyway? Is it a hoax? Is it? Yeah, there was one, like one big the Denmark. One the whole big Denmark thing. Yeah, like, we yeah. all know Mars. We all know Mars doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Fake Mars. It's a government conspiracy. But like, yeah, if, uh, conspiracy thing. Can't, can't get can't get off that ice with that ice shield. Can't what get around say, it. Uncle Max. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, big ice wall. Yep. Yeah, something. That's right. <laughs> But yeah, the Earth is flat, but all other planets are round. <laughs> we know that from science. <laughs> uh, Fucking Christ! All right, our our band actually got tagged in a flat earthers, like gigantic, uh, Facebook post, and it was. How did they bring? How did they tie? I don't graviton to that. I don't know. Somebody tags. We got tagged in some paper too about gravitons just the other day. Some <laughs> uh, some page. Had like posted a gigantic paper on. Is a graviton a real thing? Yeah, what yeah, is it's, it? it's a theoretical particle. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's not a real thing. Far out. Sort of, yeah. Theoretical. Yeah, I mean they're 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 looking for it. It's just like the Higgs boson, where it's like it wasn't necessarily a real thing right, until right, they right. found it. It's right. like it's supposed to exist within the standard model. So. Gotcha. gotcha. Like smaller than like a. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so bigger yeah. than a bread box. <laughs> uh, but yeah we got a couple shows coming up we're playing the uh unflesh release show at sammy's on like may 19th i think sweet and sammy's then, uh, is a great spot that's a cool thing we got oh, that's the other show we got off we got offered to oh, yeah. at sammy's so we might have a show that. at sammy's uh, yeah hey. <laughs> all right feel free to yeah follow us on facebook for that one yeah you'll mm. find out if we're gonna play sammy's someday or not <laughs> find out <laughs> Oh, I got a big one I can actually finally fucking announce. Uh, June fifteenth. Oh, yeah. oh, this this that got this got announced today. Um, June fifteenth at the Stone Church in Brattleboro, Vermont. I've, I think we've been hinting at this. I think last episode we were like, "Dude, big show this date," like, but we can't say anything about it. Yeah. Um, municipal waste, gangrene, Lich King, drop dead, Savage Master in jeopardy. At the Stone Church in Brattleboro, Vermont, on June fifteenth, uh, we've had this one in our back back pocket for a little while, and uh, stoked to finally announce that on behalf of Promoter Head Entertainment. So, yeah, that's gonna be absolutely huge. It's probably gonna sell out because uh, you know Stone Church isn't waste. that big. Stone <laughs> Church is pretty big, not that big, but uh, super rad venue. Um, tickets for that go on sale Tuesday, May eighth, and it's an all ages show. So. Yeah, um, 
I'm gonna lose my mind. Municipal Waste is like the reason I play in a thrash band right now. Municipal Waste so. is gonna fuck you up. Yes, That's right. It's the truth. I believe they said that once or twice or like 18 <laughs> times. <in that> song. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that about does it for this episode of the Promoterhead Podcast. Uh, I want to thank Villanis and the Big Sway for coming out, hanging out, and playing some tunes uh, with us. Watch the YouTube for uh, yes, coming videos you. from this performance. Yep. They'll be up very soon. Go to, uh, yeah, look up uh, Sonic Titan Studios on YouTube. Uh, you can watch the videos for the performance. Um, if you want to subscribe, we, uh, like I said, we just launched our Patreon campaign. Uh, you can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. You get extended episodes, bonus content, behind the scenes shit, um, extra videos from the set, and uh, t shirts or promoter head show passes. All sorts of cool stuff, and you help make this podcast happen. Um, go to uh, patreon.com slash promoterhead to do that. Um, and if you just want to listen and be a freeloading piece of shit, uh, go to, <laughs> um, yeah, just look for a Promoterhead on iTunes, um, the Google Play Store. And we're actually, uh, we're on Stitcher now, which I hear is a... What the fuck is that? It's a, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's apparently a pretty big podcast service that's got a lot of, a lot of stuff on it, so... Uh, it's like one of probably one of the more popular podcast apps, but you actually have to oh. like go into their system. So uh, sign us up for that. We're now there too. All right. Um, yep. That about does it. Hey Brian. Awesome. Hey Brian. What? Thank what? you. Oh, <laughs> you're very welcome. All right. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Appreciate Thank you. Woo, peace out. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next episode. I, I think we got. Uh, yeah, we got Epicenter and Convorza coming up next month. That'll be a good one. And uh, we'll have an episode sometime in between then with uh, no bands, just talking, just hanging out. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for more cool stuff. We'll see you guys next episode. Stay blessed. Stay blessed.